And have you raised additional capital or still 25,000 raised? That's the only capital we've raised so far. We actually, oh, that's, that's important. We already paid him. We already cleared out that, uh, that investment. What do you mean you cleared him out? Most VCs don't get paid back until you sell the company. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we actually decided to pay him back uh, early. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. You want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Bernardo Latife. He is building a company called Blue Rabbit. It's at bluerabbit.io. It's a gamified engagement platform originally designed for the improvement of classroom environments, but has now evolved to generate engagement into any space that requires interaction between players and organizers. Bernardo, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, we are. So, I mean, obvious question. Everybody is moving all classes on everything online right now. Uh, Can you I mean, is this something where Blue Rabbit can help teachers engage with students in a virtual way? Sure is. It, it's actually helping some uh, some schools already here in Mexico, and it's also helping some um, training professionals who uh, deliver workshops. They would originally do them uh, in person, and now they're moving to uh, potentially only digital. So it's working very well, and we're having a little bit of success on that. So how does it work? Let's say I teach a class two times a week for two hours. I do it with 30 people via a Zoom call. How can I yep. use your tool to help get better engagement? It's pretty simple. Actually, uh, because of the asynchronous way that Blue Rabbit works, you build up all the exercises and all the work you have for them. And it's kind of like an e-learning platform, but instead of doing the same traditional thing, it takes you to a different journey with a uh, much uh, richer experience. And your players will engage uh, in, in a very different way. It's it's uh, uh, in, you, you don't need them to be focused all day, every second of the day on, on Blue Rabbit. You just need to put your projects and everything that's needed up there. And then you can have maybe time challenges and stuff like that that could run within your class or the period of class that you're doing in uh, with Zoom. But it's, uh, it's uh, an asynchronous experience from the classroom. So it will grant you all the freedom you need. Uh, don't think that it only has to be at the same time as time. So let me let me take a different stab of this. I'm a teacher uh, because of the virus. Everything's being moved online. I had my next 10 lesson plans done, which include a six point PowerPoint for each class. I could upload all those PowerPoints to your platform, put them on a time challenge basis. Can you can you get through them in five minutes and you'll help me incentivize and gamify consumption of those PowerPoints? Yeah, that's one of the ways of doing it. You could even create an escape room online with the Blue Rabbit, and then you can have a time that it will only last for one day, and people will have to answer that throughout the whole day and solve it. 
So there, there's any different ways that you can uh, imagine to engage your players in different directions. Fascinating. So, yeah. Okay, you came on the show back in uh, March of 2018, had about two customers then. How many customers are you working with now? Oof. Um, we... <laughs> Well, sorry, I lost count. I mean, we, we've had a uh, lot, uh, much, much many more. Uh, the things that now we've worked with some schools, uh, we have two fixed schools that are hiring the platform uh, globally by year, uh, but we've had many other schools that we have uh, hired the platform only to run specific events throughout throughout the, these past two years. And we already moved into corporate and uh, into training professionals. So we have uh, around 40, maybe more, maybe 45 different clients right now. And we've moved into, into much bigger clients. Uh, we're working with uh, a bank in South Africa. We're working with uh, Microsoft in Seattle. We're working with very big companies now uh, just to, to engage in their um, sales events and in different types. And of, are they uh, still stuff. paying on average, you know, 15 to $20,000 per year for your tool? Mm, well, it's different. Um uh, Right now, uh, schools pay between five and ten. One of them pays ten thousand dollars, another pay, pays five thousand dollars, and <clears throat> there's uh, the company's pay per event, and each event ha- happens to go between six and seven and a half thousand dollars. And we've had uh, companies that repeat up to six or seven events a year, so it's being a different thing. So kind of kind of hard to measure. I mean, let's just I'll go broader here for a second. So in 2019, add up all your revenue. There's one time recurring, you name it. Uh, what what did you guys do last year in terms of total revenue? 70 75,000 um last year, but we went from making 24 to 75,000 in less than one year. So you did 24,000 in 2018, 75,000 in yep. 2019, and what will you do yep. this year, do you think? Uh well, so far we've done Thirty-six thousand. So within the first three months, we've done more than in the last uh, quarter. Um, and what so do you think you'll finish this year with? I hope we get there to at least one hundred twenty, one hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. Why? We're, why is it? Why are? Why is it growing so? I mean, you know, growth is fine. You can grow slow. You can grow fast. You can be hyper profitable with a hundred thousand dollar a year business, and that's fine for some people. But this just strikes me as something that should be growing like way faster, uh, right? Than you know seventy five k, you know twenty four k to seventy five k in total annual revenue. Why isn't it growing faster? Um, I think that maybe the 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 core point could be. Um, that we still have to manage a lot of the content on our end. And we're working on, on, a, on a way that the client itself can build the content without depending on us. So they have to hire us to, to develop the content. So we're making it maybe a little more expensive, but uh, also a little bit uh, slower. So we have, instead of having 2,000 events a year, we're having 20 or we're having 40, and we have to run them ourselves. So we're not growing faster because our platform, uh, the client hires us, they, they want us to, the, to build the content. So we're still in the process of making it more scalable and more uh, replicable. Yeah, I mean, so you're, you're an agency, basically. I mean, that, that's the answer to the question. Yeah, yeah. some of the pro- problems to that, yeah. Yeah, okay, so how many people are on your team? Uh, right now, uh, it's, uh, we were seven when you last interviewed me. Now we went back, we went down to four, but we have now a fifth person who helps me deliver content and, and design the experiences, which is a different way. And, uh, we, we got rid of the salespeople because they were not selling the way we, we wanted. And we're moving, uh, we're trying to move, uh, back to selling through digital platforps and other way. So how, we're how are you paying five people though on, on total annual revenues of $75,000? Uh, 
the, some of them will, uh, only earn on commission and uh, in case when, whenever the, uh, an event comes up. And fortunately, we're using uh, Mexican uh, salaries. So $75,000 is a lot of money for a Mexican company. So we have plenty to provide. Okay. How many engineers are on the five team of five? Uh, it's well, strictly an engineer. It's only one. And the other one who's also developing. So that's only two people developing. And how many of the five are on you know, sales? They get commission. One person. The other one uh, was helping us. Well, uh, the things that one of them is kind of working. Uh, he kind of is getting a little bit mixed up in the sales pro- process. He's trying to sell things through government. And uh, it's a little complex, uh, kind of lobbyist thing. And the other one is in full-time sales. And the other one is helping me with content. So it's one sales, two developing, another one trying to get into big uh, leagues, and uh, another one helping me with the content through the events. And have you raised additional capital, or still twenty five thousand raised? No, that's the only that's the only capital we've raised so far. We actually out. Oh, that's that's important. We already paid them. We already cleared out that uh, that investment. So we're already um, we should be looking for another round of investment. <clears throat> What do you mean you cleared him out? Most VCs don't get paid back until you sell the company. Yeah, that's the thing. We we actually decided to pay him back uh, early because we were making we we had so we had uh, an, uh, enough uh, revenue coming in, and we decided okay, so we can clear this thing out. We decided to pay him back to pay him up because he wasn't working very well with us. So we H- how much of the company did he own? Fifteen uh, percent. One five. One five. Yeah, fifteen. And, and how much did you pay him back out? Uh, we bought him for, we paid him back the same amount, only 25000 but it was before the five-year contract. He, with, the decision was, the investment was five years, so we paid him before, he was okay with it, so we were like, let's go. Okay, but if I gave you twenty-five grand today and two years from now you gave me twenty-five grand back, that means I had twenty-five grand locked up that could make no interest, that essentially did nothing for me. He just, it must have just been an unhealthy situation for him to just take the exact same amount back with no interest. He was actually having a lot of trouble. We, uh, he, he, he went into trouble because he stopped receiving payments from his other companies, and he was kind of like in the rush. And I was like, okay, so we can pay you back, but we won't pay you any revenue, any interest from that. He was like, okay, fine, we, we can do that. I can work with that. So okay. we were paid. And where, I mean, so again, where did you get that money from? Again, 2019 total revenue was 75K top line. Subtract 25K to investor. You're now working with seven people on $50,000 of total top line. I mean, you must be paying people like nothing. Uh, well, uh, again, we only pay them back for every event they come with us. And, uh, uh, well, you said you only have one though. You said you only have one quota carrying person. Then it's one engineer plus you plus two content people. There's still four people there that need salaries. Oh yeah. But they don't only have salaries with me. They also have salaries and other, uh, from, uh, income from other places. Oh, these are are not full-time people. No, not full-time people. Okay. So do you have any full-time people or is it just you? Yeah. Okay, just you. Got just it. me, yeah. So it's you plus a team that you turn off and on of about four. Yeah, we turn on and off basically on every event that comes up. And they work with me for five, six days uh, full time. And then they go back to their... To Bro, their this sounds like hell, man. Uh, what what, yeah. make, what gets you so... I mean, uh, this is why you don't scale. You don't, you're the only one... I mean, you don't... No one's incentivized to help you scale. There's no other full-time employees. Uh, I mean, why, so why are you doing this? I mean, what makes you tick? Uh, well, it, the things that it actually, um, we're actually getting into a place where people are getting back to platform uh, on a more independent basis. So yeah, we found that 
their engagement is a completely different experience and people are actually enjoying uh, what they, uh, whatever it happens, whatever any learning environment or whatever event or whatever experience they go through with a platform, it's actually working. It's, it's delivering, delivering some great data and we're getting uh, some great results. So we're in the process of actually getting into that point, as you said, that it's no, no longer any more hell of that, uh, just turning on, on and off an event and everything. So right now, this year, we started with a lot more revenue than last year, and we're having um, a much clearer uh, panorama of what's coming up. So, well, but that's the problem. Year, but that's yeah. the problem, though, with this because you're tied to events. Like I interview a lot of event companies. This is always the problem, right? Is that it, the event? It's very hard to have an event software company be a recurring revenue platform because they only use the technology when the event is happening, right? It's a one time per event thing unless they are power users with an event every month and then fine, they pay you monthly. Like this is this is not a challenge that just magically goes away, right? Um, it's just, you know, I, I, I just don't think you're a SaaS company. Yeah, but the things that exactly what you said right now is what we're getting into. We're getting into companies who are hiring us uh, in a monthly basis where they have so many events throughout the year that they want to run this thing uh, using the platform. And we're also having some uh, training experts in Hong Kong and in uh, Dubai that they want us to work with them because they wanted to deliver training this way. Uh, it'll kind of like running micro events for all the training uh, processes. So they are act there's actually people already working in the process of using us in a more... Uh, how do you say more consistent basis rather than just a one-time event yeah so i, I mean if you have, if you worked with last year 45 customers right and did about 75k top line that means the average customer right paid you what is that you know 1800 bucks basically to almost two thousand uh, dollars i mean these are not like corporate events where you're talking twenty thirty thousand dollar acv sort of contracts these are like micro events the thing is that, yeah, but uh, again, uh, thinking about uh, the amount of money that that represents for a Mexican company that it would represent for an internet, uh, a global company in the state, I know it's a very different uh, amount of money. But then you get uh, high revenues for when I get an international uh, company higher, and I get smaller ones in here in Mexico. So we had more companies in Mexico that were paying a little less, and then much bigger companies that were paying uh, a lot more. So we're trying to move into international. Um, because they actually offer much more money for and much more revenue for smaller uh, events. So it's kind of like moving into that thing, but it hasn't been as smooth or as easy as, uh, as we want. Are you, are you profitable? So far, yes. We're, uh, at least we're, we're good. Okay, so this year so far, your bank account has gone up, not down. You haven't lost any money. Yeah. No, and, and we actually have our debt clear. We have absolutely no... Uh, no problem financially right now. That's great. Very good. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Yeah. Oh, um, the, the things that this year has, I, I read so many more new books. So I'm going to go with uh, Creativity, Creativity Inc. I just finished that one. Number two, who's, uh, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, not right now. I stopped following them. I just focus on myself. I'm sorry for that. Number three, don't apologize. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Um, I'm using WordPress. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many what? Hours of sleep. Uh, seven. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married with a kid on the way. Oh, ex very exciting. And how old are you? I'm 37 yesterday. Oh, congr congratulations. Wow. Babies, birthdays, everything. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? 
everything's going to be okay. You're going to make it. Don't worry about it. Guys, don't worry. Blue Rabbit, helping folks deliver online content or just in general gamify content when they're trying to teach it to a classroom or kids or a conference, you name it. These kind of micro events, hopefully scaling to much larger events, did about $25,000 in sales in 2018, scaled up to $75,000 in sales in 2019, bought out their first investor who put in $25,000. Now today, it is just Bernardo running it with a contract team of four or five folks. He turns on and off as more events choose to use his platform. Bernardo, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Take care.